it under 100. Folks, welcome back to the Keep It Under 100 podcast. Both of your hosts are here. Dan's here. AJ, what's up? I'm here. I'm well, ready for Christmas season. Long week of work. Long week of work. We're not going to get into that. We might have to get into our our long argument earlier about Sauce Gardner and Agent <clears throat> Hutchinson. Well, the thing is, you agree with me. <laughs> you're, you're just arguing to argue with me at this point. We'll see. We'll see if we get into it later. But let's <laughs> start off with state of the game, assuming you are still stagnant. Still stagnant. So you haven't touched your clubs in, what, like almost two months? Haven't touched them. Wow. That's brutal. It is. I, I have a couple days off next week. I might try to hit a little midday session at X Golf. I think I'm going to take Friday off. We should try and play outside. On Friday? I work Friday. I have Tuesday and Wednesday off. Well, how does that work? Why would you work the day before Christmas Eve and work not work Tuesday, Wednesday? I have. A, it's a weird scheduling thing with my work this month. Jesus. Anyway. All right. Well, I'm doing the simulator tomorrow. I did the simulator again last week. Playing well. I'm hitting the ball well. Ryan's hitting the ball well. Putter's the only thing that we're not really working on right now, but... I'm working on that at least 20, 30 putts a day in the basement while I'm... Just ripping them down? While I'm... Uh, while I'm so when you're saying the simulator is going well, you're just saying like, you know, solid contact, you're working what you want to do. It's not like you're... I'm not worried about scores. Okay. You're... You waste so many scores on the simulator when you're chipping. Yeah. Like, it, you just can't judge like how downhill a certain chip is or if it's going to grab like... Correct. At least three times during a round in the simulator... I'll chip it back and forth across the green. A little ping pong and, and ding dang. That happens to me like maybe once every ten rounds when I play outside. So, yeah, I feel like I don't chip it back and forth very much outside anymore either. Yeah, Frank Camper on the other hand, well, but he might actually be good on a simulator because you can just hit a square face <laughs> shot and it'll check yeah. most of the time if you're catching it solid. But anyway, have you played at the Cinco Shores X Golf yet, or have you been playing? I have not. I just go to the simulator in my office. Oh, yeah. I forgot you have one in your office, which is in what, Troy? Mm-hmm. That's where I'm going tomorrow. Mm-hmm. So, well, it's free compared to... Like, granted, they don't have a bar, but yeah, it's also free. I mean, 40 bucks an hour isn't terrible with a couple, a couple guys at X-Golf. Yeah, that's true. But you need more than an hour. If you're going to go do that, like, I want to be hitting a shitload of balls. Yeah, that's true. I would maybe go through tomorrow, but I have to pre- prepare my body for the Santa Claus bar crawl, so... That's yeah. tomorrow. Is yeah, that tomorrow one? Royal Oak? Uh, no, Detroit, Corktown. Oh, nice. Sanarchy. If you're not doing anything, come join. I have a. What is this? Today's Friday? Today is Friday. Tomorrow I have uh, one of one side of my family's uh, Christmas, and I got to drive out to Emily City. Oh, beautiful. <laughs> so it's great be this time of year. I hope there. it just snows, like eight feet of snow. It's not going or to. Or I can maybe I'll get sick overnight. Yeah, tell them you're sick, and then you come to the Santa Claus Bar Crawl. Oh, yeah. That'll work. But they find out? No, but. Anyway, um, before we get into some of the stuff from last week, you know how Spotify does the... The wrapped? Yeah. Yeah. So I got it kind of for the podcast. So just some interesting things. Uh, Just under 1,900 minutes of new content this year. Okay, there we go. Which is more than 84% of other creators in the sports category. Oh, nice. So we're consistent. We're consistently sticking to it. Yeah, we are going to... I thought, I thought this was interesting. Um, your podcast was in the top 30% of the most shared globally. Okay. I mean, there's a shitload of podcasts, so I don't, I don't know how what impressive What do you mean by I, share? So it just shows you how it was shared, whether it was a direct link, 
Um, oh, so that's like the sounds like if we post Twitter, it elsewhere. Twitter, okay. WhatsApp, or other. So, All right. Whatever. And then t- this is really for our for our core fans, if you will. Yeah. So we were in the top 10 podcasts for 20 people. Yep. One of them was Drew and we myself. And me. Yeah. <laughs> well, actually, I don't know if this counts me because I don't use Spotify. I use Apple Podcasts. So this so, yeah, it doesn't this, count you. This doesn't count me or most people that are probably using an iPhone. So it's probably more than that. But anyway, yeah. this is only Spotify. So top 10 for 20 people. We are top five for 13 people. There we go. And we are the number one podcast for six to 10 people. Six. They couldn't, they couldn't narrow it down even yeah. further for us there. So thank you to those. Yeah, thank you to those, to those diehard listeners who um, just love the stuff. That's yeah, we just out love of here. The, we just love you guys. Maybe we'll have like a, a one, contest for our number one fan to join us in the podcast. One well, day. one of them, and he's usually the first one to listen to it, is our buddy Frank, who who just got after you last week. Oh yeah, apparently yeah. I guess apparently it was, was not really your, apparently was not your best episode. Off my game, you know. I uh, you know my PFF grade for the podcast <laughs> you, last week you was like de- a six. You were dead last among all among podcasters. Parties. Yeah, all qualified <laughs> podcasters dead last last week. So. We're here to turn so, it around, move forward. We'll be he- we'll be interested to hear what Frank thinks later tonight. I don't know when he listens to these, but it feels like it's about two in the morning, like the night. Well, he that works we overnight. Yeah. So like he's you know probably pops in the pod and listens to it and then texts us his thoughts. Well, I mean, we need that. Got to get better. Right? Yeah, we do. We Got to get better. You know, sometimes just looking at the tape yourself doesn't do it. You need an outside we're, opinion. We're coming up on uh, episode one hundred. This is our forty sixth episode of the season. 88th episode overall. So, what should we do for the 100? I don't even so, know. I mean, the 100 I, will be probably right around the start of golf year. season. No, I mean, it'll be after the oh, it's 88 century. Right? We're at 88 right now. Yeah, it'll be after it might be almost to Masters time. No, I meant like our golf, like an actual golf season in Michigan. Oh, yeah, I mean, probably. Yeah. So, I mean, if we do it once a week, I mean, that's we still have two more in December. Plus another 10, so you're looking middle of March, probably. Yeah, we'll be getting a couple rounds in, probably. So, we'll have to get a big group for that. Anyway, uh, moving on to the match last week. Did you watch? I did not watch. I watched all of it. It was pretty... I, so, I watched, like, sparingly, like, highlights and stuff. I saw, like, the the fun parts that got reposted. Yeah. It wasn't overly... I enjoyed it. I forgot that it was at night, is the reason why I didn't watch. That was pretty cool. Um... The, I mean, Tiger being on TV and like explaining anything he's gonna do is like, is much watch TV like by itself. Um, did you end up finding like, or did you have uh, the numbers on how many people watched? I have not seen the TV numbers on that. I'm assuming it's not good. I mean, well, I just want to know better than live is what it might. Like, do you think there's I would more get, viewers? Well, probably yes, because it's not YouTube. It's that's TNT, okay. it's cable network, so it's yeah. got automatically going to get a lot more people, and it's Tiger Woods and Rory McIlroy, so it's automatically going to get more people. Um, Tiger, Tiger didn't. I mean, he played well. He, like it, I think it's exactly like he said. Like he can hit the ball. Like he birdied the first hole. He almost drove the green, chipped up, and they gave him a putt for birdie. So yeah. Um, but he does not look good walking. Like when he was walking on the range, it looked like he was just going to fall over. Because it's not just the leg now. Now he has plantar fasciitis in one of his feet from oh, baby. from like training and trying yeah. to walk. So now he has that. So he just it just doesn't look good. Um, they did a 
uh, one club challenge on a hole. Okay. So it was like a 460 or 70 something yard hole. And they're all hitting irons off the tee and we're looking at it. We didn't hear them announce. Okay. That it was a one club challenge. We're like, what the hell are these guys doing? They're laying so far back. And then Tiger lines up 60 degrees to the right of the fairway. He's like, I'm just going to work this one a little bit. And then you hear Spieth in the background go, I've been waiting my whole life to watch this in person. And Tiger just rips one that hooks like 100 yards and gets top spin and ends up like in the same spot as like JT and Rory's ball. And they hit straight balls. Um I think JT hit a wood, actually. And then he smoked one by accident, hit it over the green, and had to putt with <laughs> the, uh, wood back. the wood. I don't remember what Rory did. I think Rory did the same thing, but he hit his left and had to chip out of the pine straw with, like, a five iron or something. I think you could have <clears throat> those four continuously do matches and people would watch. This is, like, the, how well I mean, they get along and play off each other. And they're, I mean, they're for the... Best golf. I mean, that they're helps. For, from an entertainment well, standpoint, well, I, of I people who don't watch golf. I wasn't even going to say best golfers. I was going to say, like, four of the most likable okay, people that. in golf as well. Not to mention that they're friends. Um, JT had a couple, but Spieth was explaining a bunker shot. And, like, that's the stuff that they don't capture. Like, yeah. They don't get enough of the caddy conversations and people walking through shots. That's what was so good about the early matches is when... Because Phil loves to do that shit. Yeah. So Phil talking through those shots. Um, Are you back on Phil now? No. Got okay. no. Just want to make sure. Uh, JT was explaining a bunker shot that Tiger taught him. How he can now hit bunker shots with draw and fade spin. Draw and cut spin. Tiger talks about that all the time. How you can hit chips with draw spin and cut spin. And JT hit one where he was explaining it where uh, you stand a little farther from the ball, you take a little bit wider arc, and then you make sure that you're flipping the hands at the end and you're kind of finishing low into the left. Yeah. And his ball hit and fucking curved right at the hole. It was unbelievable. I don't think I have the mental capacity <sighs> to like ever try that. I'm not thinking to that level. I'm just thinking, all right, where do I want to land this ball and where do I want it to roll out? Yeah. I'm trying to just hit it almost as straight as possible. My thought is, how do I get over this lip and right. don't end up in here again? Right. But that was pretty sweet. Um, the night golf stuff was cool, but there was at least three times where I was like, what, did TNT not have enough lights? Like, See, I saw a couple of highlights and I was like, it's a lot darker than I thought it was going to be on yeah. the course. And Rory was Towards like hitting in a shadow like three times, and I'm like, "Do they not have enough lights?" Like it looked at one point, I made the joke that I thought they hit their tee shots, and then they were moving lights to like get, get <laughs> in agree, front of them. They're on like this cars and stanchions. Yeah. I'm like, it's only twelve holes, guys. Come on. Well, because anytime I see like uh, nighttime golf of like other countries that have it, say like you know Korea, or they show like those really nice ones. Yeah. It's completely eliminated. Like, you can't even tell. Well, you can tell it's dark up, but you can't even tell. Like, there are no, like, shadows or dark spots. There's that many lights out. Right. Which is, I was, that's what I was kind of thinking was going to happen here. Yeah. Um, but we had talked last week who we thought the favorites would be and how we thought, like, if anyone, Tiger might take it a little more seriously. JT was out for blood. Because he was, <laughs> he was hitting all the shots. He walked in like a 20-footer on the... First hole or second hole to win the hole, I think. I think it was the second hole. And uh, he just played great all day, and Spieth hit a couple just 
ridiculous shots, you know, where he's just out yeah. of position and just hits a ridiculous shot to save it. And then he walked in a couple of putts at the end. Um, but I think the best part of the night, besides when Tiger hit this whipping, yeah. whatever that iron was, uh, they were, t- I think, it, I think it was Tiger said, God, look at that moon or something like that. And it was a big, like orange moon. Mm-hmm. Oh, blood moon. Something like that. And JT said something like, Chuck probably thinks that's a cookie or something like that. <laughs> I think it was like Chuck thinks it's an Oreo or something. Yeah, something, something like, like that. And the and JT and uh, Charles Barkley were going back and forth all night about like Auburn and Alabama. So <laughs> it, it was it was fun. I don't know why I like Charles Barkley on those so much, but I mean he's a very entertaining personality, and the guy loves golf. That's so, true. Like, he's super invested into it and and knows a lot of. Knows a lot about it in the sense of like an, an amateur golfer would. Yeah. Do you think if they continue to do matches, matches going forward, like, is there anything you'd want to see them do differently, course wise, matchup wise? I wouldn't hate seeing like different formats. Like, if they're only going to do 12 holes, do like four holes of four ball, do like four holes of scramble, maybe four holes of an alternate shot, something like that. Okay. Um, I would also wouldn't hate more teams involved. Like do it as like an eight, like an eight some, and get two more teams in it. Yeah, I could I could um, see that. And they have to do they have to get an L, like LPGA players involved at some point. That'd be nice too. Um, kind of how we we kept talking about the Presidents Cup that yeah. needs to do that. But one thing, the reason why I asked that is so I, Golf digested this like a year and a half ago where they had Bubba plays like a normal Muni course. Yeah, to see. If I think doing like on. doing it on like a. A, a like a really well known, like, yeah, liked like, public course correct. or something like that. That isn't like on tour. That isn't like dialed, doctored up to be. Yeah, a tour like not saying come to Saint Clair Shores knew that you know Saint Clair but, Shores, but, but maybe, but something like that. Where, like but maybe, all right, let's put them in the scenario where they're playing sixty five hundred yards they did at the at, orchards. If they did it at Saint Clair Shores, I would just drive my truck into that ditch. <laughs> On ninety four, <laughs> and just watch like back into it. So, back into and it. Sit on my pickup and sit on the bed of my truck and just watch from there. You think as members we'd get like a chance to walk around the course with them? I doubt it, but maybe. This is so far out of the realm of possibility. No, I know, but, but the, back to what my point is. I'd, it'd be nice to like have them play like, yeah, you know, more of a a layman's course, so yeah. to speak, and I see them just really tear that apart. Okay. Drive every green. That would be awesome. I mean, they could. There's greens that they could probably drive with a five iron, let alone hitting driver. Like correct. I don't even know how many holes those guys could hit driver on Sinclair Shores. Like four, one, two, par fives. They could yeah, hit both it. par fives and sixteen probably. They could not hit it on one and two. No, I meant like in oh, terms you're saying of holes. holes. They could hit it on both par fives. <laughs> they could hit it on one, two, two's fairway. Both par fives and sixteen. They could hit it. That's about it. And maybe, uh, maybe unless 11. they're trying to drive the green, like they could hit it on eleven, and even ten. No, can't hit it on eleven. Yeah, they could. They could. They would hit it right in the water. They could clear the water. That's true. Ten. You're right. Ten's um, longer than it looks. And couldn't hit it on fifteen. Like six, maybe. That if they split the trees, they could just drive it right on the green on six. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, they'd, we're, they'd, for they'd, they'd be working the ball like crazy in that. In for six. those who haven't played St. Clair Shores, <laughs> we're questioning well, how many holes a professional golfer could hit 
driver. On a 60, 100 yard golf course yeah. in Singler Shores <laughs> from the tips. And it's maybe five holes. Right. Five at the absolute most. And that's if they're trying to drive a few greens. Like, anyway, a uh, couple things on Rory that came out kind of this week. And because he was in the match, they just caught my attention. But so Rory, if he stays number one in the world until January of 2030. He would still be 200 weeks shy of Tiger's record of 683 weeks at number one. So that's pretty good. Uh, The other thing is an interview with Rory where he's actually attributing some of his turnaround in his game and his jump from like the mid-120s to like number one in the world from 50 to 125. He actually had a lesson with Tiger at one point. And... uh, it was Tiger had texted him somewhere around the Ryder Cup, and he said, "I'd love to sit down on the range and run something by you that will make controlling your wedges easier after the Ryder Cup." <laughs> uh, and then what did he say? So this is from Rory, and he said, "It didn't happen for a while. It didn't happen until this year. I went over to his house. Charlie was there. We started practicing." Uh, Some of the stuff Tiger can do with the golf ball is insane. His hands, body awareness, he showed me some shots. I remember going to Bay Hill and telling Harry about it, saying, wait until I show you this. Do you think there's a scenario when Tiger's done with the PGA Tour, and maybe he becomes a coach. I saw this, becomes a swing coach. Instead of going to, say, Champions Tour. Or doing both, like playing a few. I think as long as he can still play. And if he if he's willing to ride in a cart, I think he'll play Champions Tour. I think more than likely he'll be a coach for Charlie, probably. Yeah. Um, but I don't see, I don't see him see him Pulling becoming like, a like Harmon. A, yeah, I don't see him becoming like Rory's swing coach or anything like that. I think towards the end of his career, he became one of those guys that just wants to like figure it out and yeah. wants to teach people how to like switch, fix it on the fly themselves. It's actually a comment he made this week. When talking about Charlie's swing, where he's saying the biggest thing right now is I'm trying to teach him to be able to swick it, fix his issues on the fly. Yeah. Um, Which his swing is just... It's ridiculous. Even with his one ankle being taped up and yeah. hurt. I mean, we can we can jump right into it now. Uh, that was the last thing I had on Rory. So this week is the PNC, formerly known as the Father-Son Challenge, because it's not just Father-Son. Yeah. But the Family Challenge. Obviously, all the news around uh, Tiger and Charlie. Both having bum legs. Seems like sympathy pains that Charlie's having right now. It's so crazy because I saw them both. I saw a video of someone, uh, like them getting their clubs out of the car and stuff like that, walking into the clubhouse, and it looked like they were both limping the same way. I was like, (laughs) come on, this is is a joke, right? They're fucking with people. It's almost like he's a Willy Wonka where he's like limping, limping, and he rolls into a nice tumble. Right, and then Nota Begay actually noted that he rolled his ankle in prep for the PNC. Like, he rolled it, like, during warm-up, so they had to tape the shit out of it. Interesting. Yeah. What warm-up do you think he rolled his ankle in? I don't know. I was thinking that he did it, like, playing soccer or something. Yeah. Because he plays other sports, right. Um but you could see him. So they, hit, they televised the pro am today. It's yeah. amazing that there's so many events where, like, can we please just watch it? Yeah, let's just watch this 12 year old kid. But the PNC pro am, we can see four hours of coverage or whatever. Correct. But there was a couple drives because it's his left ankle where he hit it and he was like kind of leaning on it, like like leaning away from yeah. it, like 
basically how Tiger does. It was, yeah. It was no, I, I misunderstood your point one second ago. I definitely agree that there have been tournaments where, like, how do I watch this and now we can watch. Right. Now, not Tiger that I'm complaining because no. I, I want to. I could watch this. All kids, coverage is good coverage. but I could watch the kids swing the club all day. It's ridiculous. How how similar his how how much of a combo his swing is between like Rory and Tiger's old swing is ridiculous. So the, I know, like uh, obviously, it's going to be very hard to extrapolate this, but do you think Charlie will be a successful pro golfer? Just because I mean, there are little kid there there are kids his age who are better than him. Yeah, I mean a lot and of more credential, more like accolades than yeah. him. Who knows? Yeah, he doesn't like win all of his events like Tiger did at that yeah. age, but like he's clearly got talent. And is that is that like due to like because of how popular golf is because of Tiger? This, there's just much better competition at that age than Tiger had. It's it, that's very possible, but I mean, I have no way to judge how like because there's so many other factors for judging whether or not a 13 year old is going to be like because some guys are just good because they mature quicker than yeah. other people they hit so you could be farther, a 13 yeah. year old that's better because he's playing against eight year olds yeah but like the athletic ability and talent is clearly there yeah it's just a matter of like does he stay with it and does like as he matures does can he still swing it that way yeah does he have that that, that same drive that tiger has right. to some uh some pretty good tea times you got the the duvals and the prices the Sings and the Feldos, the Sinks and the Leonards, the O'Meara's and the Laymans, Ferex and the Longers, the old guys. Mm. Uh, the, oh, even older guys, the Players and the Trevinos. Okay, did you see that picture of Gary Player with Yao Ming that's been surfacing? Yeah, that's hilarious. He's like literally half his height. First of all, how long are Yao Ming's golf clubs? Gotta be. I mean, unless he swings like Keegan Bradley, maybe they're only like three, <laughs> three, three feet long. Maybe he bends all the way over. There's no way a man of that size is bending over that much. Uh, new participants this year, the Spieths, Jordan and Sean Spieth, oh. playing with the Quarters, uh, the Dailies, and the Harringtons. <laughs> I saw a tweet today, and it was like, don't judge me for this, but it was, look at Patty Harrington's son dump truck on him or something like that. He's just a giant human. <laughs> Biggest ass you've ever seen on, on a man. Um <laughs> Annika Sormstan, and I don't know who Will McGee is, I'm assuming. Husband? I don't think so, but but they're playing with the Coochers, and the last group tomorrow is the Woods and the Thomases again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because Coochers' kid's really good too, right? Yeah, he's he's a couple years older too. I yeah, think. I think he's he similar in ages daily. I don't think he's in college. I think he's like 15. Okay. But I, I, don't, I, wouldn't, I don't know how the Dailies couldn't be the favorites. Like... It's a college golfer and a senior tour golfer. Yeah. Um, the Coochers will pro- well. Oh, the Coochers. I mean, at this point, Matt Coocher is the one weighing their team down. Yeah. Probably. <laughs> um, I'm reading good things about Sean Spieth. People are saying he lit it up in the pro am today. Is that his dad or his brother? It's his dad. His okay. brother's going to be on the bag. His brother's like a D3 college basketball player. Interesting. So the Spieths might be a sneaky, sneaky athletic family, and they might be the ones to. To watch this week, probably not. I'm sure most people are going to be watching. The no, I'm not saying to watch them. I'm saying watch them as far as winning this thing. The dailies have to be the favorites. This, you think? I'm sure there are. There were odds last year when we looked at this. See if you only, see if you can get odds on this. I feel like they're only odds for like two groups, though. No, if they're playing, they're going to have odds. No, last year I think there's only odds for like two groups. Yeah, 
but I'd take the Spieths if they have decent odds. The Thomases are probably up there as well. Let's see. Have you have you seen? There's the, only odds on the Afro Asia Bank Open. Well, that's bullshit. Somebody's got to win this thing. They're playing by you know a normal set of rules. Anyway, no. Have you have you seen the uh, the nonsense surrounding what tees Charlie's going to play from? Yeah, so I saw that they've just been juggling them like crazy. Yeah, yeah once he was at like sixty, he was at sixty-seven, like, and then he went down to sixty-two, sixty-four. Okay. So l- last year, uh, he was like, I think he was three tees up from the tips, and this year, normally twelve, thirteen-year-olds play at sixty-four, fifty-two. Yeah. But they were because of his distance, they were gonna have him play from sixty seven fifty four, which is the same as John Daly. Yeah, Annika Sorenstein. Right. But Nelly Corda. Yeah, now he's in between like Gary Player. And, and they reconsidered and now moved him back to uh he it's T markers designed for sixty five to seventy two for the male pros and LP LPGA pros fifty and older. And family members age twelve and thirteen. Okay, say from 6,900 yards. How badly does Charlie Woods beat you in golf? From 6,900 yards? Yeah. I mean, he probably hits it as... Like, I was reading today, like, he was hitting drives, like, between 260 and 280. That's a... So, basically... So, so he's he's basically hitting the drives the exact same distance that I do. (laughs) And I don't know how good he is, but he doesn't play that distance, and I don't think he's like shooting under par every week. So I'd be curious to like see what he would shoot from. Interesting. Yeah. At what age do you think he's going to for sure be able to beat you? Like another year at most. Okay. If he can't already, I, he might be able to. But that's anyway. the match I want to see. Yeah. TNT. Let's yeah, get... yeah. Me and Charlie Woods. We get a lot of viewers. <laughs> I mean, um, it wouldn't be bad. It could sell it as like, uh, you know, Ch- Charlie Woods versus the average Joe or the uh, scratch his, golfer. If his pro career doesn't work out, he could probably do that for millions of dollars. Like, just do yeah. one of those a week. Kind of like, he'd basically be like the Happy Gilmore. Come see the uh, right. golf ball whacker guy today, except he's just plain yeah. us. Um, so, the kind of the random thought I had for the week was... If we did a father son or PNC type challenge, okay, with like all all of our friends, anybody that we know, the Bovians win. I don't think so. I think Ryan and Al win. Oh yeah, I completely forgot about that. Yeah, yeah, Ryan and the Al format win. might matter a little bit. My dad's never picked up a golf club in his entire life. I would have to play with my brother. My dad's picked up a golf club like three times, and he's terrible. I'd pick a different family member. Yeah, it doesn't have to be your dad. I'd have to play with my brother. I mean, even I guess I could play with my uncle. Does he play? He was close to a like he was like a single digit handicap in like the nineties when he was like younger. Okay. What so about he, like Drew or Rick or any of those guys have uh anybody that plays? Rick's dad used to be a member at multiple country clubs back in the day. Okay. So he'd be up there. Yeah, so Rick and his dad would Yacht be Yacht and one. his dad. Yacht and his dad. Yacht's dad's not very good though. Um Rock doesn't have anybody. Oh the shorts, I guess. No, <laughs> Short's dad. Oh, okay. Him and like, oh, actually, him and Danny. Well, if he's sober, <laughs> Danny Short and Mike Short would be up there, depending on the category. But yeah, I mean, I don't know who's beaten Ryan. Right, yeah, Ryan, Ryan and Al. 
I'm not sure how good Rick's dad was or is at golf. That'd yeah. be the only one I could say maybe, but we don't know how good Rick's dad is. Yeah. Just thought that was interesting. It would depend on the format a little bit too, but not a bad idea. We should try it sometime. <laughs> it would be absolutely hilarious. That <laughs> um, actually isn't a bad idea though. The other thing I saw, and this was from Dylan, Dylan to share, uh, randomly dropped into a pro sporting event with, you know, your entire fan base, entire country. I've had so many arguments about this question. All right, hold on. Entire country, entire fan base behind you. What is your pick out of a free throw, a penalty kick, a 25-yard field goal, and a six-foot putt? Okay. Before before I give my pick, I'll just say, to me, there are only two options in this. Yes. Because two of those options involve outside sources affecting you. Like the penalty kick. And the field goal. Oh, if the weather, I guess. Yeah. Weather, the okay. people trying to block it. The outside source is the fact that I cannot kick a football or That's a soccer it, ball like, at but all. There are only two things that 100% are reliant on you, which is the free throw and the putt. If I got to see the putt beforehand... It, that, it's six feet, though. Like, it can't... It could be anything, though. You could. There are six-foot putts that you yeah, have to putt, but... Let's just assume it's a straight six foot putt. Are you? It's the putt. The putt, one hundred percent every time. Free throws me. are so easy, though. I was always good at free throws. I was. Not, I'm not very good at basketball. Outside okay. of well, like, that makes it easy for you then. Yeah. I, so mine is putt, free throw, ugh. probably the field goal kick, and then the World Cup. And know. I've gotten to a huge, like, long winded arguments about like it's much easier to make a World Cup penalty shot than you think. Yeah, for them. Or like, for people that can kick a soccer ball. The, the, a goalie be able to tell which way you're going to be kicking the ball immediately. Right. Just looking at you like, yeah, that fucking piece of shit. He's, right. he's right-footed, he's kicking it to the right. Mm-hmm. I'm not I'm not disagreeing with you, but I also can't kick a I'm ball I'm actually fired up. I might, <laughs> I might re-bring this conversation up in my, my group chat. But I mean, it's, it's I could, for me. Yeah. But, I mean, it's just like anything else, right? Like, if someone's really good at, like... I'm trying to think of a good comparison, but like, mind you, the people I'm having these conversations with never played organized soccer outside of like oh, college well, indoor, like no. college indoor soccer, okay. and like co-ed. Okay, they're idiots. Then it's that not make, like it's not like no our, our buddy Justin Gamola who played college soccer. Yeah, if you played college soccer, that's one. Thing. Yeah, you're, you're probably could, taking the, right. the the soccer kick. Yeah, but I would say the percentage is much higher than we think that. Everyone that we know is missing that six foot putt with. Oh yeah, I mean, like I'm, prob- a, like I'm a, probably missing it, like in a Ryder Cup style event. But the well, you're either knocking it in or knocking it 15 feet past. Correct. If there's a break or anything in that putt, it's being putted out. Yeah. Anyway, thought that was interesting. Obviously, we have uh, another week, and we have more live updates. Um, the live COO uh, Atul Kashla. Well, That's a solid pronunciation. He was of the that president too. and COO was uh, let go, and by all accounts, this guy was like the reasonable person in the room related to running this as an actual business. Okay, and he is now out. Um, they're saying this is going to be a big loss for them, and uh, so was he fired? Yeah, he was let go. I, I didn't see that. It didn't say he stepped down. I'm pretty sure they he was let go. 
Interesting. But that changes it if he stepped and, down, right? Because that could be him just wanting to be done with this. Who knows? And by let go, did they kill him? I don't believe that they killed him. Okay. Uh, the other thing was a report from the New York Times about the consultants that Liv had before all this happened about the best and worst case scenarios. In terms of like for, how long they can run on Like for this projection. Okay. So the best case scenario was that they got each of the top 12 golfers in the world, sponsors, a TV deal with limited retaliation from the other pro tours. And in that scenario, they would be making about $1.4 billion a year by 2028. So for a framework... So and that's, and that's before paying for anything? That's just like, yeah, that's revenue. Okay. That's not like net earnings. So just for comparison, in 2019, the PGA Tour did $1.5 billion. Okay. So they're basically saying the best case scenario is they're performing like as, as, good, as good as the PGA Tour. Uh the worst case scenario. I mean, what are the odds of that though? That's got to be like what one uh, percent chance they got that done that quick. Well, I mean, they're not getting the top twelve players in the world. So. No, I know. Like, I mean, like that scenario. Like, hey, the, that was their best, best case, case scenario. scenario. You're going to be the PGA Tour, right? Is like in, insane to think they thought that. Well, yeah, but that's that's what's weird is even if that was the best case scenario, the way that they were talking from the beginning, wouldn't you think that their best case scenario would be like way better? In the PGA Tour, not just equal to? No one in their... I mean, yeah, for them, but no one in the right mind would think I can just create this league from scratch and it'd be like if the XFL is like we are going to take over the NFL in two years. Yeah. That's just insane to think. The, uh, the worst case scenario was also in that article and it was less than half of the top 12. A lack of outside excitement in general and no TV deal would be costing them about three hundred and fifty five million a year. So it sounds by, like we're by there. Twenty twenty eight. Sounds like we're almost there. Well, I mean it's still the first year, but yeah, they're they're not there right now. Anyway. And were they banking on like the top the the, the golfers are getting retaining their rankings the entire well, I'm time sure too? They were thinking somewhere in the middle and yeah, I don't know. It it it's like we talk about the whole time, right? Like none of it seems like it was all that thought through, so Anyway, um, moving into uh, the weird stats section of the pod. I love these. So I already told this to you earlier when we were arguing about Sauce Gardner and... um, Very heated, passionate argument we had, too. But Stetson Bennett, the quarterback for the Bulldogs, Georgia, is older than Lamar... Or no, they're the same age. Same age, He's the same age as Lamar. 97. Same age as Lamar Jackson, who's been in the NFL for, what, five years? And has an MVP. Insanity. Um, uh, the Chiefs linebacker, this is from Nick Wright, Willie Gay, has 11% of Russell Wilson's touchdowns this year. <laughs> <laughs> and then to add to that, since week 10, the Broncos have had more touchdowns to and from the airport of their plane touching down than they have touchdowns in actual games. Now, although they, they did play better last week. They did. Well, they came back in that game, right? So, um, huge win for the Lions. Oh, well, actually, I have this quote. 
I, I couldn't find if this was real or not. I'm pretty sure it was. You know how the Kelseys do a podcast? Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure this was on his podcast. But this also might be fake. This is a quote from Travis Kelsey on his interaction with Russell Wilson before the game. Okay, I read that as well. It has to be fake. I hope it's not, though. Because <laughs> that's how I, I don't know because it seems so true. I think it's fake. So he said, I got a chance to meet Russ before the game. Nice enough guy. But there's an ever-present stepdad who tries too hard cringe that permeates the air around him. He asked me if I thought people who watch Harry Potter were going to hell. When I laughed and told him I didn't know, he asked who my favorite Harry Potter character was. I replied Hagrid, and he told me he'd be praying for me. He had a lot of nervous energy, like a theater kid recording a TikTok movie monologue. His voice kept shifting accents while we talked, like a computer that was trying to sync up with my voice. I don't know. Seemed like a dude who would hang out with Patrick's brother. Not that there's anything wrong with that. Yeah, it's 100% fake. It is, but it's hilarious anyway. I, I did see that, and I was going to look further into it until I realized like the source was like some sort of Facebook meme page. Yeah. So, Still hilarious. Up until you get to that last part, it seems like it could be true. When he gets to the robot part... I think when he gets to the Harry Potter part. No, I could see Russell Wilson talking to people about Harry Potter. Okay, but... And, pray, and telling him that he's praying for him. I guess. I could see all of that. Uh, anyway, huge win for the Lions last yeah. week. The... Kind of, at least on the offensive side of the ball, just dominated the Vikings pretty much the whole game. Secondary hurt with Okuda out. Hurt a lot. But while saying that, obviously Kirk Cousins threw for 400 ben yards. Ben, don't break. Justin Jefferson had 220 yards. Yeah. The Vikings made a lot of tough catches in that game. There was a lot of plays where the corner was like on the guy's back and Kirk Cousins made a perfect throw. The the Vikings offense as a whole, I would say, were like if a hundred percent is a perfect game, they're at ninety probably. Yeah, the the fumble by the fumble for that weird jump pass they tried to call. Like the the Lions defense stepped up when it needed to, in and it also the red stopped zone. them completely from running the ball. Yes. So that so this is from uh, Tyler Fulgham on Twitter, but Super Bowl era. This is a stat that continued with that game. Teams with an 800 winning percentage or better as an underdog versus a sub-500 team week 14 or later are now 0-9 straight up and yeah. against the spread. Said this in the chat the other day, yeah. So, Lions... The stat doesn't help anyone right now, but... It doesn't, but the Lions got something going on right now. I think we can all feel it. And now in Mike... Wines. And now Mike White's out. Somebody White Lightning, the R.I.P. I saw this was uh, on the Athletic Podcast, <clears throat> but they were saying the Li- the Lions' chances right now already jumped from like in the teens to like thirty six percent chance to make the playoffs. If they win this game, it goes over fifty percent chance that they make the playoffs. Yeah, well, because what helps it, I think, more than them winning is one of the Commanders and Giants have to lose this week. And if they tie again, I'm going to kill myself. And the Seahawks play the Niners, and they'd be lost. Oh, that was last night. Yeah. Seahawks have another tough game, though. They have two more tough games. Yeah. Uh, anyway. I don't think the Seahawks are making it. If the Lions... So... I think it's going to be I the Lions and the winner of the Commanders. I didn't get game. to this in the state of the game, but... I remember I had mentioned to you that me and Ryan were going to try and figure out a way to get to North Carolina and play Tobacco Road in January. Yes. 
use our Delta companion certificates are about to expire. Yeah. We're going to wait to book that because if the Lions make the playoffs, it's most likely going to be Minnesota or San Francisco, mm-hmm. and I will be going to the game. Okay. And if they win, I'll be going to Philly to watch that game or Dallas. Hopefully it's San Francisco or hopefully it's Minnesota. San Francisco is so fucking expensive as a city. It is. And they can beat Minnesota. Yes. They could beat. They could. They they need everybody healthy to beat the Niners. They would need their defense to play their best game. Yeah. Got to get there first. Let's, let's see enough, where it last goes. Night, so if you watched the game last night, Kenneth Walker only had like 79 yards. Mm-hmm. That was the second most rushing yards against the 49ers all season. Wow. Knew who had the most? Christian McCaffrey, week 503. Ah. Who's now their running back. Well, if any offensive line can do it. Yeah. It might be the Leos. And they have to smoke and Vince Swift and not run like a baby. He looked good this week against the Vikings. He looked much better. At the start of the game, he looked still a little I think, skittish. I think week by week, I think he's <clears> kind of getting better. Let's hope. And He's clearly the most talented back the Lions have. And the Sun God continues to dominate. Sun God is we great. saw a glimpse of Jameson Williams. Yeah, and Baby Shark is doing great. Next-gen next gen stats had Jameson Williams as the fastest wide receiver in football last week. Yeah. Granted, nobody covered him on that play. But Hopefully he plays more snaps. I think yeah. he's going to have to this weekend. They said he made a couple mistakes, and then he came to the sideline and immediately pointed them out. So he's like in the right direction, but... The problem is, is when your offense is humming like this, you can't just be throwing the guy in for like Correct. fifty snaps. Like, like Shark has done nothing to take him off the field, and Reynolds plays like Shark Reynolds is really, is really good well. Since come back from being hurt, and Reynolds has looked really good. Since Wouldn't he came mind back. re-signing Shark to another one-year prove-it deal since he was good craft this year? Yeah, or maybe like a two-year deal with like yeah. incentives for games two, played or something like two that. Two-year ten mil. Well, he got 10 mil for this year, so... Oh, okay. I'd be fine with a two-year 20 mil with some incentives. I don't know why don't spend that much. Yeah. Sheesh. All and right. then we we kind of got into uh, what we want to do with Goff now, because he's, he's playing pretty well. I've, I said earlier when we were texting, I flip-flopped so much on Goff. I'm now back on to keep Goff. So they have him under contract for next year anyway. It's a little bit bigger of a cap hit, but it's still manageable. And I'm all for it if they want to do kind of a semi-Kirk Cousins type deal where they extend them for like two more years. Yeah. Average like maybe like $30 million, something in there. I am all not I am not for paying him like top five money and giving him no. like $40 million a year. Because if he gets that, paid top five money, I'm going to want Holmes's head on a platter. Yeah. Because he's not that. Like the way their offense is designed right now, like... You just need a competent guy who can do a one-two read and deliver the ball. Yeah. So. If not, bringing our boys either Matt Ryan or Baker Mayfield. Stop it. Brock Purdy? No. I'd get into some Tyler Henneke on a cheap deal. I'd get behind but that. But Jimmy G? No. Okay, the 49ers aren't keeping all three of those quarterbacks. They're gonna, they're keeping Trey Lance. Jimmy G's gone. They're not keeping him. You wouldn't like Jimmy Especially G? Especially if they You'd rather have, have Henneke, Henneke over Jimmy G? Depends. I'm not paying Jimmy G $30 million. I don't think you'd have to pay Jimmy G I think you would. Okay. That's a different that's a topic argument. We'll, for we'll, another we'll, day. We'll argue about how much money Jimmy G is going to make this offseason. <laughs> yeah, and our, our, our expert quarterback analysis that we've shown so far this year. Yeah. Um, Matt Ryan. Hey, your boy Baker did 98-yard drive, won a game last hey, Thursday. Two scoring, two scoring drives in the last two minutes. He looks pretty good. No, he didn't. 
It was at the end. That was the worst defensive scheme I've ever seen against a guy who's been on the team for two days. They basically just let the guys run right down the sideline, him throw one on one balls down the field. And he 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 made them. he made good throws. He's not not talented. He's just I don't think he's very good overall. Anyway, time to lose some money. Bowl challenge. I have conquered the regular season once again. It's bowl season. It is ball season, baby. We had some uh, some issues when we were going to record yesterday, so we've already we're already down two games. Even though, oh, Troy's winning now. I most likely I'd end up one and one, but um, I definitely would have taken UTSA. So what we'll do? What is the bet going to be? Is it going to be a dinner? Is it going to be a bottle of whiskey? What do we want to do here? See the dinner. The loser also gets to enjoy that. That's true. Which I kind of like. More bottle of whiskey. There's like a... The bottle of whiskey do we cap it like at... Like $100 or $120. We'll and do like, one. Does the loser pick it for the winner? Yes. Or is, okay. Let's go bottle of whiskey. Okay. Deal. All right. Well, I'll roll through the games then. And we'll alternate who picks which... which so, like, the first game you'll pick first, I'll pick second. Second okay. game I'll pick. That way we're just... Okay. Not, you know, so, kicking know. off tomorrow, the Wasabi Fenway Bowl. Mm. I love wasabi. Do you? I love wasabi. Have you ever had real wasabi? Probably not. Yeah, mostly it's like horseradish, dyed. Uh, I don't... Because I mean, most, most wasabi is like horseradish, doctored up, not real wasabi from Japan. I mean, I've only... I have not had wasabi from Japan, so... Uh, so a fun fact. Cincinnati versus Louisville. Louisville minus one and a half. The uh, best part about these games is I have no clue who's just declaring early for the draft and going, who isn't. Like we already said, uh, the Troy game, just from when I checked it a few days ago, swung from Troy minus one and a half yeah. to UTSA minus two. Yeah, so, so Louisville minus one and a half as of 15 minutes ago. I will week. go with Louisville. Fick, uh, Fickle's leaving. Is Fickle coaching this game? That I don't know, but I'm guessing there's a letdown. I'm just to go against you at the start. Okay. I'm going to go Cincinnati. All right. You know, show a little heart. Let you know that, you know, you're going to not be a pushover in the Big 12. Next, the Las Vegas Bowl. Florida versus Oregon State. Oregon State minus 10. That's down to 9 now. Florida's plus 9. I am going with Florida. I'll go with the movement. I'm assuming AR is not playing. I so, no I've watched absolutely zero of Oregon State or Florida. And I'm going to go with the favorite. Oregon State. Okay. The, with, with my vote for maybe the dumbest bowl name I've seen to date. Okay. The Jimmy Kimmel LA Bowl. It's... He spots he himself. It's the Jimmy Kimmel LA Bowl presented by something. It's obnoxious. That is awful. Yep. Washington State versus Fresno State. Fresno State minus four. Or with Mike Fresno Leach, State's minus four. With Mike Leach deceased, or he was at Washington State, right? Yeah, for a while. So I wonder. I'm going dead coach. I mean, yeah. If they if they're playing this game, then yeah. No, they're, he, they're, so he was the coach at Mississippi State. But he also, at one point, was the coach yeah. at Wazoo. Yep. I'm going Washington State. I'm with you as well. The dead coach game. Yep. 
Former coach. The Lending Tree Bowl. Rice versus Southern Miss. Southern Miss minus six. It's uh, six and a half right now as of 15 minutes ago. Okay. Uh, I'll go Southern Miss. I'm going Rice. Did you have Rice before I said Southern Miss? No, I did. Okay. I have all mine marked already. Uh, the New Mexico Bowl. SMU, your boys, versus BYU. SMU minus three and a half. It is now four. BYU well, that's good four. for me because I'm going BYU. And we are just going to be exchanging body blows here. Nice. I'm taking SMU. I think SMU still has the firepower. I don't like BYU literally in any sport. I think they're on a downtrend across basketball and football. So let's go SMU. Okay. San Francisco Bowl, North Texas and Boise State. Anytime Boise State plays in a bowl, I take them. So I will take Boise State minus 10.5. It's 11 now. Minus 11. I'm also on Boise State. I'm not hey. a Texas guy. No, Texas quarterback is pretty interesting, though. He was a pro uh, baseball player for like six years. Yeah, those two sport guys are usually really good. Not. Uh, the Myrtle Beach Bowl. Marshall, Marshall versus UConn. UConn plus 10. We got. I'll take UConn. I'll take Marshall. That was already marked, by the way. I'm not just purposely going against you. I know. Uh, the Potato Bowl, EMU, Eastern Michigan versus San Jose State. San Jose State is three and a half? Four. Four. Good for me. I'm taking EMU. I am also on EMU. Got to roll with the Michigan boys there. No. Yep. They've had a pretty good year. Pretty solid. Yeah, they're, again, I mean, I just love MAC teams. Most of us like watching midweek sports. So we're... So we're picking games into next Wednesday, and then we're yes, hopefully we going to go with, yeah, so. record next Wednesday. We have the Boca Raton Bowl. Boca Raton. Liberty versus Toledo. Toledo minus five. And Hugh Freeze is gone now from Liberty. I'm still taking it's Liberty. It's minus four and a half. I'm still taking Liberty. So I'm going to roll with Toledo. Another action. You love me some action. And I haven't looked at any of the injuries, but I'm assuming that Finn, their quarterback, is going to be healthy and playing in this scenario. Okay. Um, if not, I will still take Toledo. Minus right. four and a half. And then our final game for this week in the New Orleans Bowl. Western Kentucky, AJ's boys, versus Southern Alabama. Minus four and a half? Minus four and a half, yeah. Well, sadly, I'm going with your boys. I'm going with Western Kentucky. So, of all the places to go for bowls, New Orleans would be fucking sick. I've never been in New Orleans. I just heard Whoa. it smells and it's dirty. I mean, it's it's a little dirty. It smells like partying. But the food's delicious. Bourbon Street's just an absolute chaos ball. It's it's awesome. Um, but I'm also going to take West Kentucky and that shithead Austin Reed at quarterback. Actually, he might even be playing because I think he announced he's transferring. So, I have no clue who's playing quarterback for West Kentucky. <laughs> But you're also on them, so we'll, so we'll, we'll go drown down, in we'll go together. down together. So we have uh, one, two, three, four games that we are agreeing on. And I think seven that we disagree on. Interesting. All right. All right. And then last week in the NFL, I went one and two, got screwed on a backdoor cover with Buffalo minus 10. Hit my dip of the week, and Tennessee sucks. So I am now 26-31-1 in the NFL. 26-31-1. So we got you have some ground to make up there. Yeah, five plays this week. Going to try and get some back. Okay. Speaking of Tennessee sucks, 
I think the Chargers offense is finally getting healthy. I'm taking them minus three versus the Titans. Titans are still banged up. Um, this is this will be the first bet I lose probably, but I'm taking Cincinnati minus three and a half at Tampa. Tampa's just not very good. I, I can't understand why they're they have so many good playmakers on defense, but they're just not good. Byron Leftwich has kind of been a disappointment. Yeah, I'm wondering if. I'm like, not, but how much is that? Injuries at running back. With well, injuries at offensive line from the beginning yeah. of the year, like losing Jensen and also. I mean, Brady shows he still has it in spurts as like yeah. being the best, especially in those two minute drives. Little known fact: Donovan Smith, that their, their right tackle. Yeah. Tristan Wirfs is their left tackle, I believe. No, Tristan Wirfs is right tackle. I think Donovan Smith's their left tackle. I Either way, don't claim to be. He's the most penalized, I believe, player in pro football. History or is that still this year? Perfect? This year, okay. Uh, I'm going to take Jacksonville plus four against Dallas. They're at home. Everybody in the world's going to be on Dallas. I like Jacksonville to probably lose by a field com- goal. They're coming on strong. They are. It's not. I don't think it's a great matchup for them because I don't think their offensive line's great. Dallas against bad offensive lines is a bad combo. Uh. In the what I believe will be Desmond Ritter game, uh, I'm gonna yeah. take I'm gonna take New Orleans minus three and a half against Atlanta. I think uh, Andy Dalton showed me some things. I think Desmond Ritter's gonna be very good for. Not this year though. No, I I mean yeah. not having Pitts. Um, you know, Drake do you Lennon believe in Desmond up? Ritter more or less than Baker Mayfield? Like going, oh, that's a great question. You, th- you think about that? Get back to us okay. next week. Okay. No, I'm, I'm going to forget about that. Oh. I have to answer this now. I think because he's still going to be in Atlanta, Desmond Ritter, you don't know where Baker... I mean, if Baker Mayfield ends up on a, on a, backing up on Patrick a, Mahomes... like On a corner somewhere selling drugs. Yeah, selling his body. Yeah. All right. Then my dip of the week. This has, this has, dip, this has Dick Rambone written all over it. But I'm going to go three-team dippy. I'm going to take Kansas City down to minus four against Houston in the huge game for the Giants and the Commanders. I'm going to take the Giants up to plus 14 and a half. I think that one stays close. And then the plus 14 and a half. Yep. And then I'm going to take the Rams and your boys Baker Mayfield going to Green Bay in what I can only assume will be some frigid weather. It'll be the coldest game the Rams have ever played. The Rams plus 17. I'm just hoping Aaron Donald plays and just breaks Aaron Rodgers in half. So I just want to recap. I sure took this dunk right. Wait, Chargers minus three. Yep. Offense is clicking. Bengals. We got Bengals minus three and a half. Yep. Tampa sucks. Offensive line's hurt. Jacksonville plus four. Yep. Uh, home against Dallas. We got Nola minus three and a half against Desmond Ritter's coming out party. And then the Dick Rambone dip of the week, Kansas City minus four, Giants plus 14 and a half, Rams plus 17. All good. Okay. Love it. Do you think well, we get Dick Rambone on the pod? Is that guy still alive? I didn't know that was a real person. Yeah, it was a porn, he's a porn star from like the 70s. Oh. My father used to bring him up. Oh, well, that's even better. We should try and get him uh, on. Doc Johnson, Dick Rambone. Oh my God. All right. He was born in 1957. Right, well, he has we, an IMDb. We could dive into his uh, his Wikipedia next week. Uh, hopefully have a huge Christmas episode for you. We're going to do a cool Christmas draft. 
maybe talk some golf, some golf gifts. But uh, until then, oh my, that's a great mustache. He's sixty-five, so he is alive. He's still alive. He was active from eighty-five to ninety-six. Nice. Um, do you want some of his I don't, movie titles? I don't. We, we're cutting this off. Angels of Mercy. We're not taking this to the outer. Backdoor Brides 1. We are now one. done. You Backdoor guys know, Brides 1. You guys know what to do. Keep Caught from behind 12. When you grab all your buds and you about to hit the links. When you take out a club and you about to hit a swing. What you gonna do? Shit, what you mean? Keep it under, keep it under, under 100. 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 We keep it under 100.